This is Barry Zalma speaking for Claim School Incorporated's blog, Zalma on Insurance. Today we're going to speak about why no good deed goes unpunished when an insurer pays its full policy limits without question on a UM and UIM coverage only to be sued seeking more coverage than was provided. Geico Advantage Insurance Company and Geico Choice Insurance Company appealed a decision of the Circuit Court of the City of Richmond granting summary judgment to Leosha Miles on the issue of whether each of the two insurance policies at issue provided separate tranches of insurance for uninsured motorist UM coverage and underinsured motorist UIM coverage. Geico contended that the statute and each of the applicable policies provide only a single tranche of coverage applicable to both UM and UIM claims. In Geico Advantage vs. et al. versus Leosha Miles, a December 1, 2022 decision of the Supreme Court of Virginia, the court interpreted the statutes and the policy wording based upon the following factual background. On April 18, 2019, Miles sustained extensive personal injuries in a single automobile accident caused by the negligence of two different drivers. One driver, Carlos Figueroa, was insured under an automobile insurance policy issued by Intigon General Insurance Company with a liability limit of $25,000. The second driver, Doe, did not stop at the scene of the accident and was never identified and thus is considered an uninsured motorist pursuant to Virginia statutes. At the time of the accident, Miles was insured under two policies. She was the named insured under a Geico Advantage policy covering her vehicle and also was a covered insured under her brother's Geico Choice policy by virtue of her being a resident relative of the named insured. Each of the Geico policies contain UM-UIM coverage with bodily injury limits of 50000 per person and 100000 per occurrence. Geico conceded that Miles' injuries from the accident resulted in damages that exceeded all available insurance coverage no matter how that is calculated. On behalf of Figueroa, Intigon tendered its policy limit of $25,000. The two GEICO policies paid quickly what they believed in good faith was the limits of liability of the policies, one claiming a $25,000 credit as a result of Intigon's tender Geico Advantage tendered $25,000 related to Miles' claim against Figueroa. Two, Geico Advantage also tendered an additional $25,000 related to Miles' claim against Doe, the unknown and hence uninsured motorist. Thus, Geico Advantage tendered a total of $50,000 as a result of Miles' UM-UIM claims. As a result of these tenders, Geico Advantage asserted it had exhausted the limits of its policy's UM-UIM coverage. 
Separately, Geico Choice tendered $50,000 to Miles related to her claim against Figueroa. Geico Choice made no tender related to Miles' claims against Doe. As a result of its good-faith tender of its limits, Geico Choice asserted it had exhausted the limits of its policy's UMUIM coverage. Miles, on the other hand, asserted that neither Geico entity had exhausted its limits, contending that each policy provided both a $50,000 limit for UM claims and another $50,000 limit for UIM claims, entitling her to an additional $50,000. Miles sued, seeking a declaration that each policy contains separate $50,000 limits for UM and UIM coverage. Geico countered, asserting that each policy provided a single $50,000 limit for both UM and UIM claims. The circuit court granted Miles' motion for summary judgment and denied Geico's cross-motion. The Supreme Court, analyzing the issue, addressed first questions of statutory interpretation. Because the Supreme Court's primary objective is to ascertain and give effect to legislative intent as expressed by the language used in the statute which is also, of course, the language used in the policy. Virginia Code Section 38.2-2206, Pren A, close Pren, provided that it was the dispositive question in the appeal and that whether Virginia law requires an insurance company to provide separate UM and UIM coverage in an automobile liability policy, or if the UIM coverage is properly understood as a component part of the UM coverage. Affording the words chosen by the General Assembly their plain and ordinary meaning, according to the Supreme Court, was that UIM coverage is a constituent part of UM coverage and does not represent a separate tranche of available coverage when UM coverage has been exhausted. The fact that the statute requires one endorsement for both UM and UIM incidents provides a sufficient basis for the Supreme Court to conclude that UIM coverage is a constituent part of the UM endorsement and thus is not a separate tranche of insurance. Any residual doubt is extinguished by the language regarding the limits of coverage available under the endorsement required by the statute. The third sentence of the statute sets coverage limits for the endorsement required by the first sentence of the statute, providing that, quote, limits shall equal but not exceed the limits of liability insurance provided by the policy unless one, any one named insured rejects the additional uninsured motorist insurance coverage, close quote. This language reflects a policy decision by the General Assembly to afford insured drivers some measure of protection against injuries caused by the acts of others. 
But to limit that protection to no more in insurance coverage than the insured driver has elected to provide for the benefit of others who may be injured by the acts of the uninsured or underinsured driver. A cap on UM coverage with no corresponding cap on UIM coverage would represent an anomaly bordering on an absurdity. Although the conclusion was compelled by the words of the statute, the Supreme Court noted that it also was consistent with its prior cases addressing the UM-UIM statute. The Circuit Court's interpretation of the statute not only failed to address the evil sought to be corrected by the legislature, it leads to the very anomaly the 1982 statutory amendment was designed to eliminate. Under the circuit court's interpretation, Miles would be in a better position from an insurance coverage perspective because she was hit by one underinsured motorist and one uninsured motorist as opposed to two underinsured motorists. Both the text of the statute and prior cases interpreting the statute led inexorably to the Supreme Court's conclusion that UIM coverage is a constituent part of UM coverage. Concluding the circuit court erred in granting Miles' motion for summary judgment and denying Geico's cross-motion, the Supreme Court reversed the judgment of the circuit court and entered final judgment in favor of Geico. In my opinion, uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage is designed to protect the insured from the danger of being injured by a person who cannot be held liable for the injury because of escaping the scene of the accident or having inadequate insurance to indemnify the injured. Unfortunately, insureds like Ms. Miles buy only minimal insurance to protect themselves, and sometimes they even buy more to protect others. Geico, in good faith, paid everything they owed, and Miles tried to double the coverage with an imaginative analysis of the UM-UIM coverages that simply failed to comport with the Virginia statute and the policy wording required by the Virginia statute. The good claims handling, because of the severity of her injury, forced Geico to pay her immediately, and then to defend all the way to the Supreme Court of Virginia its good deeds. This video was adapted from my blog, Zelma on Insurance, which is available free to anyone who clicks on the URL zelma.com slash blog. You can subscribe and you will be advised five days a week at least, of the blog postings and the videos that I have produced and will continue to produce. You can also subscribe to these videos at rumble.com and or youtube.com. And if you found these videos and these blog postings to be of use to you, please tell your colleagues so that they could also subscribe to the videos and to the blog postings that you might also wish to consider. View my Locals community and my Substack publications, 
where you can also subscribe to special programs for only $5 a month or $50 a year. Thank you for your attention.